This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. The Cubby House is a show about two cub-identifying guys exploring the big and hairy issues in and around the bear community. This program is designed for a mature audience. It may contain adult themes, sex and drug references, and of course, coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to the Cubby House for the 27th of May. This is Cookie. And this is Kevin. And thank you very much once again to the Locker Room. It's wonderful to have those boys in here every day. What? Rustling? Me, my big belly. Of course, this is the Bear Show here on Joy 94.9. It's the Cubby House. What? So I'm a little twitchy. I've had two Much coffee. venti macchiatos, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to vibrate around the studio. Well, good thing we don't have you talking too much tonight, actually. Lovely. Charming. <laughs> Carry that. on. Will do. Uh, we do, however, have two wonderful boys in the studio with us. One is our regular victim. His name is Nick. He'll be presenting Kink Corner later on this this week. Uh, we also have another person who's recently moved to Melbourne and joining the hustle and bustle and craze of the city. His name is Lynx and he's our artist in the rough tonight. And we're also going to talk a little bit more about fables, which kind of brings us to our question for tonight. Would you like to explain Kevin? <laughs> so you suddenly got all quiet. I've been told I'm not supposed to talk tonight. But anyway, uh-huh. um, um, the discussion topic for tonight is what fairy tale character would you consider yourself to be? You can catch us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the cubby house. And don't forget about Twitter. The username is the cubby house and our hashtag is CH project. No, it is not Eurovision Peanut Gallery. We'll get back to you later. I would like to introduce right now, though, the one who's been quite quiet over the last couple of minutes. Welcome, Lynx. Hey. How are you going? Good. Yourself, Cookie? Not too bad, not too you bad. You need to get a little bit closer to that microphone. Mm, fair enough. No, yes. closer. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that sounds like a song. Closer, closer. Now, to introduce Links to the rest of the world, we have to, of course, put him through some sort of quiz. And tonight, we're putting you up against Kevin in telling me if something is a fable or a fiction. That's right. For those who know the famous Aesop fables, I'm giving you titles of potential fables, and I want you to tell me if I've made them up or if they are the actual titles of the fables. Yeah, I'm probably going to lose this one. <laughs> I don't know. There are some, Possibly. There are some that you've, you've probably come across over the years. All right. Hit us with it. Okay. Lion and the Mouse. Uh, it's a fable. It is a fable. It is about little friends proving great friends. Uh, The Boy Who Cried Wolf. Fable. Fable. Thank you. Uh, The Cat and the Mice. I'm going to go with Mater. You'd be incorrect. It is (laughs) actually a fable. Uh, The Bear and the Bee. Anybody? What do you think, Lynx? I think it's a fable. 
You're thinking Fable. Unfortunately, it is incorrect. Hmm? I, made up. I made up the bear from the two travellers instead. Uh, the cat and the coat. This is like Puss in Boots or something, so I'm going to go Fable. No, it's no. actually made up. Ah. It's actually the cat <laughs> Venus is the actual fable. The deer without a heart. I'd say that's a that's fable. fable. It is a fable. I'm giving you both a point for that one. The frog and the eagle. <laughs> All I'm thinking of is that frog and stork picture where the, <laughs> never give up. the, the yeah never give up where the the frog is choking the stork to stop him from being swallowed. Um, I don't know. I'll let Glenn's go first. I'd say fake. It is fake. It is actually supposed to be the frogs and the well. Uh, the birds in borrowed feathers. I'm going to go fable. You'd be correct. It is, it is a fable. Uh, the dancing dogs. Fake. It is fake. It's actually the dancing monkeys. The horse and the bride. Uh, that's a fable. fable. Actually, it's not. No! What? It's actually the horse and the groom. Is actual the actual fable? Ah, okay. Uh, the two pots, which is one of potentially one of my favourites. Well, then it's a fable, potentially. <laughs> but you right, unless you is. one of your favourites is a fake. It, it could be. Really? No. Um, the reason it's my favourite it's how one perceives faults of others over the faults of themselves. Is this whole pot calling kettle black? Mm, sort of. It's like the, the, the fable is basically. Every man has two pots, one in front, one behind. The one in front is the, the faults of everybody else. The one behind is the faults of himself. So obviously he can see the faults of others, but he can't see his own. Mm, yeah, all right, next. Yes. Uh, the next one is the one-eyed stag. Links? Thinking f- fake. It is fake. It's actually the one-eyed doe. And the last one, the oak and the reed. I'm going to go fable. It is actually a correct. Mm. It is, it yeah. And for a staggering win, six to four, <coughs> Kevin, you win. Oh, that's staggering. That's only like two. Wow. <laughs> that's better oh. than some of the other ones. <laughs> There's a size win. joke there that I'm just going to leave. I'm mm-hmm. sure there is. I'm sure there is. Uh, this is the Cubby House on Joy 94.9. We will be back to talk some kink corner with the peanut gallery in the studio, Mr. Nick Helmer. <laughs> Careful what you're wearing. You never know what you're asking for here on the Kink Corner. And in the Kebby House on Joy 94.9, we welcome back Nick to the mic to discuss another concept of Kink Corner. Yes, greetings from the peanut gallery. <laughs> um, tonight, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I feel like you should have a warning, which is may cause allergies. <laughs> Ooh. This is true, this is true. Yes, what do we have, Nick? All right, this week I'm just going to have a quick chat about social media's effect on social interaction. Do what? And, all right, what I mean by that is with the advent of... Pro- Sorry, yes, my brain stopped communicating with my lips for a second. Um, <laughs> the advent of applications and websites such as Grinder, Growler, all of that sort of thing... And the effect it seems to be having on interactions in person, like when you meet somebody in a bar or things like that. So, is that like people who actually say lol? Well, that too, yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. annoying. And what I more mean is the fact that you know when I 
when I entered the scene, which admittedly was only, let's say, three or four years ago. I don't really remember, to be perfectly honest. But um, that was before iPhones came out with Grinder and Scruff and all of those things. And you'd go into a bar and you'd talk with people and that sort of thing to meet new people. Whereas now you walk into basically any bar or any place in public and there's always at least one person on their phone cruising one of these applications or websites or things like that. And it seems like there's so much less focus on people actually meeting face-to-face and getting to chat to each other from one side of the room to the other as opposed to, you know, loading up an application, seeing who's around and then picking someone, finding out where they are and chasing it from there. I'm only asking as a a point of um, I've done this myself. Is that because you think people are more self-conscious of making a good first impression that they break the ice by using that phone to potentially start conversation with somebody and then walking up to them and continuing the conversation face-to-face. So that happens quite a lot. I've been known to do that myself because, you know, I I get very nervous talking to new people and sometimes it's a great Mm. way to, you know, break that ice and make first contact. You know, I saw you from the other side of the bar, you know, can I buy you a drink type thing. The thing that seems to be popping up more and more now is that when people do communicate on these applications, the common courtesies don't seem to be, you know, recognised as much anymore. Like normally when you're meeting someone, you'd say hi, hello, that sort of stuff, you know, a little bit of chit-chat and then, you know, if there's chemistry or whatever, move on to further interaction from there. Whereas now there seems to be a bigger and bigger trend in people just going, hi, you know, show me pictures of this bit or that bit or anything else or profiles without faces that then say, you must have a face if you want to talk to me, but they don't have a face themselves. Oh, I just find that happens way too often on there. Yeah. That I found. Yeah, but feel free. it's generally, if, if I don't see someone's face, generally I won't even initiate contact or... Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's the case of I like to know who I'm speaking to. Hmm. Yeah, some people I've found get really, really defensive when they don't have a face pic on their profile and you ask them for a face pic and they're like... And they get all uppity as if you're going to judge them on their face. I'm like, no, I just, you know, like to know a name that I can call you and, you know, what your face looks like. Hmm. And then you get other people who you might not be interested in them for whatever reason. And so you'll say, look, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. And they will launch off into, you know, some tirade attacking you about one thing or another, which, you know, I've seen on yep. popping up on Facebook a lot where people are also getting harassed through these applications. And I'm just wondering, what is it leading to? What has happened to the common courtesies? Like, is there is it a change in the way that we're interacting? I think it's also worth further than that because there are things that people say on those sites that you would never see them say in real life. Mm. Like mm. no femmes, no people of colour, no Asians, no curries. Really disgusting comments on there that... I find quite offensive and I have been known to block people if I don't agree with their profiles. I'm like, you're Mm. obviously someone I want nothing to do with. Hmm. Well, thank you very much, Nick, for another Kink Corner. And I'm sure we can get to some of those discussions on our Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Cubby House, where you can also answer the question of tonight, and that is, what fairy tale character would you consider yourself to be? Now, there are other ways to get hold of us. If you can get through the Q&A barrage of what's currently (laughs) blocking us getting on Twitter at the moment, you can try Twitter at 
the Cubby House with the hashtag CHProject. You're with Kevin and Cookie with our special guest, Links on the Cubby House. Kevin, you alluded to uh, the artist before we got into the track that it was uh, now Johnny Depp's ex-wife. Yes. Now, Vanessa Paradis, I did a bit of research on it, like we love to do here on the Cubby House. She became a child star at 14 with the worldwide success of her single, I'm going to try and pronounce this, Jo Le Taxi. Mm-hmm. Um, and since 1991, this multi-award winning French singer, actress, model has actually been the spokesperson for Chanel. As I said, also ex-wife of Johnny Depp as of last year. Uh, this track was actually taken from the French film A Monster in Paris, which if you can get your hands on it, it's a very worthwhile movie to watch. I'm assuming there's English dub for those that can't speak French. <laughs> yes. Excellent. And surprisingly, Vanessa actually plays one of the characters and she does both the French version and the English version. Well done. Anybody that can speak two languages or more, I put my hat up to. Because I definitely know I can't speak a second language fluently, at least. I can speak three, English, Afrikaans, and uh, bullshit. (laughs) 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 English and sarcasm. Oh, sarcasm's just a natural state of being, isn't it? Oh, I classify it as second language. (laughs) All right. But we do have a discussion topic for tonight. Indeed. And that is, what fairy tale character would you like to consider yourself to be? Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash thecubbyhouse. Or you can catch us on Twitter at thecubbyhouse with hashtag CHProject. Kevin, what? <laughs> what? Oh, I love you, Cookie. <laughs> and now we've got links in the studio now for we this have segment. <laughs> Uncovering the diamonds in the fur. <laughs> Our artists in the rough. <sighs> Just because I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, links. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Excuse me while I just cook it, uh, kill my co-host. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Mm, what would you like to know? <laughs> Something G-rated. Mm. <laughs> you have a beard? Yeah. All right. Where uh, do you come from? I was born in Sydney. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've lived in Melbourne before and Adelaide and Canberra, as well, where I just moved from. Um there it's now you're back in melbourne yeah awesome so what is your art medium of choice photography and what drove you to choose this specific medium more about capturing the emotion of events and live gigs and that sort of thing it's essentially it's stop motion time for Uh, me and Uh, you feel that you can express something through your photography that you couldn't express in other mediums well whenever i tried painting i just sucked at it so (laughs) I find that photography is a lot more natural for me. So, yeah, it's a lot easier to drive someone's emotions and watch for somebody's emotion reaction and pick up that and capture that in a frame Mm. and be able to, yeah, I like that. (laughs) Very cool. So how have you been developing your skills in photography? Um, Over the last three or four years, I've been doing a lot of events like music gigs, with a lot of folk bands in Canberra. Um, did a fair bit of work with some gay and lesbian groups in Canberra with Capital Queers. Um, I did shoots at Mardi Gras over the last couple of years. Um, I think I worked 13 hours straight last Mardi Gras. Yes. <laughs> over three different events. Yes, photography <laughs> can lead to some very long hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just... It's mostly... Like, I've started doing some 
portrait work and the like. Um, but most of my work has been with live music and events, mostly within the gay and lesbian scene. So, yeah. And do you reflect yourself through your art? I think so. It's it's how I view the world sort of thing. It's not so much a portrait of me per se, but it's more my view on how the community interacts, how pe- people's emotions are displayed. And, yeah, it's... With some of the shots, it's a case of capturing the passions mostly, which is one of my highest points. Is uh, most anybody who knows me know that I'm driven by passions mostly over anything else. So, <laughs> so what's been your favourite shoot so far in your career? Um, I think my Mardi Gras shoots have been one of the best so far. Just doing the float entries. Um, did the Harbour City Bears this year, which was great. Loved it, and that was as a step in. Because one of my friends up there got sick, so yeah, you jumped in. Yeah. Oh, well done. Now, how do you reflect the bear community through your art? Oh, I've got <laughs> one of my. I've got two separate brands for my photography work. One is specifically towards bears and fetish work within the fet- bears and the leather communities and that sort of thing, um, called Bearwork Studio, and that's more highlighting the masculinity and the nature of a bear um one of my idols that i want to be well artists that i really idolize is ray race in the, the in san francisco and he's Very fantastic famous, yes mm-hmm. um and hopefully i'll get to that standard at some point <laughs> it's just a case of working at it oh i've seen some of your work you're not that far behind cool <laughs> now we always ask this question sort of as a yep. one of the last questions but what particular award certificate or even just level of experience in your art how do you want to challenge yourself in the coming year I want to get myself comfortable enough and out there enough so I can actually live off my work mostly I've had a bit of a windfall lately so I've been able to invest in some better gear and take some time to actually focus more on my photography rather than finding a, di- a regular job um, so I'm trying to get myself a bit further out there. I've been help volunteering for Vic Bears and Vic Leather over the last couple of weeks. Um, so I've been here in Melbourne now three weeks, I think. You've been here three weeks and you're already immersing yourself, you know, waist high, if not further, yeah. in the photography and in life. First day I was here, I got asked to shoot Southern Hibernation. <laughs> That yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Coming from the two people who did it last few years ago. Yeah. yeah. I'm well aware. <laughs> Have fun with that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And where can people find out more information about your work? Mostly on Facebook, either under Linkspix or Bearwork Studio. Um, short code for Linkspix is just Linkspix and Bearwork Studio is Bearwork Photos. Um, Bearwork Studio is already taken, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, most of the both of those are listed as my work on Facebook as well. So yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. All good. And thank you to all the people who've uh, messaged in so far. We've actually had a few people asking what are the songs we've played. So yeah, because they're good. Let's just do a recap, shall we? We started with "Bomb Bomb" by Sam and the Warp. We then went to "La Cien" S E I. Any by Vanessa Paradis, and the last track we played was Ik Bin by La Fay. We've got another one from a very well known group. Uh, this is Spectrum from Florence and the Machine. You're on Joy 94.9 with the Cubby House Boys.
And we have been asking you the question tonight, what fairy tale character would you consider yourself to be? You can join us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the copy house or on Twitter. Some of us have been finally able to get access to it. It is at the copy house with the hashtag CH project. Now we've asked that question because Kevin's actually reading a new manga comic book it's a comic book not comic a manga book. i don't know what it is you just said the name yes, a friend of face. mine dumped the fable series on me and right. i'm starting to go through it now the fable series was actually um, published through dc comics vertigo which imprinting began in about 2002 um, and the series deals with various characters from fairy tales and folklore referring to themselves as fables Mm -hmm. who have essentially had to leave their world to come to ours because they've had to run away from the adversaries now they've formed their own clandestine community in new york city known as fable town and fables who are unable to blend in with the human society such as you know monsters or anthropomorphic animals live in the farm in an upstate new york Mm -hmm. now they've interpreted a lot of the characters for instance uh snow white and prince charming have actually divorced because of his infidelities (laughs) um and the big bad wolf or as he refers to himself big bean um has actually become the sheriff of fable town you can kind of see how that and a lot of the like for instance beast and bell whenever they have marital problems because of the curse that's been placed on him he starts to turn back into the beast so, <laughs> what kind of marital problems are we talking? Well, about? I mean, your usual marital mm. problems. I mean, they've had to be married to each other for a thousand years. I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of problems eventually. Um, but it's really good. There's a, a wizards that cast spells on them to be able to hide their real form, and it's very, very good. Now, obviously, this is very similar to a television series, which was. Um, just been released which is once upon a time mm-hmm. um and it was actually very interesting because fables was slated to be a television series in about 2008 but it never actually got past the script writing section um instead abc announced a new series called once upon a time which featured fairy tale characters such as snow white and prince charming um exiled to the real world through a curse um now the show's creator edward Cat- i'm going to try and pronounce this kitkus or kitsis kitsis Adam Harowitz stated they read a couple of issues of Fables but believe that while the two concepts are in the same playground they tell a very different story and from the few episodes or the few books that I've actually read of Fables I will say that they are very very different Hmm. so for somebody who's interested in that style of writing definitely recommend absolutely recommend it I'm just on the third novel or the third Anubis whatever they call it but it's really good look (laughs) Well, no, because they've released the different volumes and then they've collected them together. So I've got one book, which is like volumes one to five. So the first story arc, essentially. Mm. Okay. Thank you very much, Kevin. As I was actually reading up on this, I found out, and this is probably all news to everyone else, but apparently Mattel actually had a lawsuit against Aqua because of their Barbie song. Right. Um, And (laughs) eventually in 2002, the judge turned around and said, you know, we're leaving this off it's nothing and he was officially quoted as all parties need to chill out wow interesting <laughs> lovely little quote there from a judge you're in the cubby house join 94.9 we will be back uh, with your answers to our question what fairy tale character would you consider yourself to be <laughs> Joy 94.9, you are with the Cubby House and thus ends the European whirlwind trip of music by Kevin. Thank you very much. Woo-hoo! 
And for those who didn't get the title of the last track, it was El Madid by... El Madid. El Madid. El Madid. Okay, by Mika. Thank you. Thank you very much. We've been asking you for the whole show, what fairy tale character would you consider yourself to be? And thank you very much to all the responses we've had. Uh, Rusty originally said Shrek. Yeah, a lot of them can't make up their minds. Yes, he originally but- said Shrek and then said, actually going to change my answer. I'm the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk. I'm klutzy, trip over air, always hungry and have in the past gone fee vi fo fum And our wonderful redhead Jack said, I'd be Narcissus, fell in love with his own reflection and drowned. Mm. It's funny how you sort of think of things, but I don't think that would match him. Hasn't drowned yet. I'll give him that. And uh, we've had some uh, SMS answers. Thank you very much. First of all, Scotty with uh, the fairy tale he'd see himself as as Peter Pan. But then he also changed his mind and he said a little bit of Tinkerbell as well. Uh-huh, and I'm sure he, he had one more Tinkerbell, response, too. And he did, he did. Apparently he said he would not be Snow White, as I don't wish to sleep with one dwarf, let alone seven. I'm actually pretty sure she didn't sleep with the dwarves, but that... No, she didn't. No, I'm pretty sure she didn't. But thanks for your feedback, anyway. I, I'd definitely go to bed with anybody with a beard. I'm really? I'm a bear, for heaven's sake. Come on. You're yeah, setting... that's, that's not a doubt, Cookie. Yeah, I was going to say you were setting your sights that low, and then I realised who I was talking to. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yes, thank you everyone for your feedback. Thank you very much. Now, Lynx, seeing as you're our special guest for tonight, the one question we do like to end with is, what's your one most important piece of sex advice you would give your virgin self? I have absolutely no clue, to be honest. It's... That's a tough one. Because it's been a... Maybe don't have expectations? No. Expectations are good. Okay, do have expectations? Yes. Okay, so do have expectations. Hmm. There you go. Probably probably don't sell yourself too short. Ah. Don't take whatever you just can get because it's there. That's a second size joke that I'll walk away from. Uh, <laughs> good, because we're at, we're at the end of our show tonight. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lynx. Uh, you can find him at Lynx Picks on Facebook or Bear Work... Bear Work Studio. Studio. Thank you. I was just because you had a different name. Uh, this is The Cubby House. We'll be back next week. Now, pre-warn you, we have four more shows left. Woo-hoo! So keep in mind, we'll be getting a few people in for hibernation next week. So stay tuned for us. Joining us this week has been Nick and Lynx. Stay tuned for Christian and the Vixen Hour coming up this hour on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.